Welcome to the Healthy Hair Podcast. Your host, Dr. Amy Brenner, is a board-certified OBGYN with additional certifications in functional and integrative medicine. This podcast is meant to help women find reliable, relevant information to help them feel better, look better, and live better. Here, you will hear in-depth information about hormones, sexual medicine, aesthetics, cosmetic gynecology, and functional medicine. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Her. I'm Dr. Amy Brenner, and for today's show, we have a special guest. Her name is Melissa Jambrone, and she is the co-owner and fitness coach at Cornerstone Fitness. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you for having me, Dr. Amy. I'm really excited to dive into some of these topics with you guys and just wanted to share a little bit more about myself. I have been in the health and fitness industry now for about five years, Um, found a true calling and passion when I was looking for a career change. Um, Busy mom life, got juggling kids and a traveling husband on the road, so needed to find something that I could do on my own time, but really fulfill my passion of changing people's lives through health and fitness. Melissa, have you always been into exercise or were you an athlete in high school or college? Yep. I grew up moving, tried a bunch of sports. Soccer was my true passion. So I played competitively year round. Um, We had some time that we had to spend in the gym, but it was a little overwhelming as a female growing up. There wasn't a lot of instruction. So I ended up in the same routine most women do. Got on the elliptical, did some free weights and things like that. Um, So about eight years ago, I really found my calling with CrossFit and had a little more direction um, and was able to dive in more into what I wanted to do fitness wise. Yeah, so my myself, I was always uh, kind of into exercise, my parents' exercise, my, although I don't think they really considered it exercise. My mom just liked to swim and bike, and my dad biked and ran and played basketball. So for me, growing up with sports didn't feel like exercise until I, until I grew up. And yep. um and then at that point, it for me, it wasn't fun. I'm not one of those people that actually like exercise. Are you one of the people that actually like <laughs> exercise? Yeah, I am one of those people that actually likes exercise just because I found something that was fun. But I definitely went through a phase of my life where it was not fun um, and it felt like a job or a chore and something that you had to do versus something that I wanted to do. So I've definitely been through that phase too. So so you are one of those weird people where yep, you, you actually one of them. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll say I actually, I love how I f- feel when I'm exercising and how I feel when I'm finished. Um, and I can't go more than a couple days without exercising, uh, which leads, leads to my next question because we, you know, what it's one of the things on our questionnaire that we ask all of our patients of, do you exercise? And what I found is the majority of people don't do any kind of exercise. Yep. Um, and I think it's really eye opening when you read that, just especially for somebody that's in an exercise routine to realize so many people don't. And a lot of the reason is it's just very overwhelming. There's so much information out there that people don't know how to get started. So so how do how does somebody get started if they're not doing anything? Because hearing going to CrossFit is that can be kind of scary. And I can tell my story uh, about that in a little bit of even me of somebody that was exercising. I was intimidated to 
go to a CrossFit gym. Yep. I totally agree. I was in the same boat as you. Um, and I think a lot of people think that CrossFit, if you see it online, you see these really strong looking people doing these things that look crazy. <laughs> um, but that's the 1% of the population in the CrossFit world. So I think people, it's just make that phone call, reach out to whatever gym is by you, whatever exercise they're doing and have the conversation. 99% um, of the people are people that maybe haven't done movement or have no idea what specialized movement is and just want a routine to feel good. Um, but for somebody that's not doing anything at all, our very first suggestion, especially as they come in as clients, is to get out and walk and move and get steps in. It's one of the simplest things you can do to like kickstart that fitness routine. What if somebody says they just don't have time to exercise? And that's one of the things that I think is the beauty of CrossFit of even on days when I can't make it to the hour long class at the gym is you can get a really good workout in a short period of time. So what do you say to people when they say they don't have time? I actually love when people tell me that because I like to pull up my calendar. So we've got four kids in sports and again, a husband that works full time and traveling. So time is tight and it's just making it a priority. So I tell them they have to schedule that time for exercise, whether it's 20 minutes, whether it's an hour long and keep that appointment to themselves. So on my calendar, I have the times I train. I have the times I eat my lunch. I have the times that I put my phone away and it's family time. It's just being like making it a priority and scheduling that time. Yeah, I couldn't agree more because I, as you know, I really like to come to your gym at 7 a.m., but on days that I operate, I can't, I can't make it to the 7 yep. a.m. class. So I'll look at my week and say, when am I going to exercise? And yep. I like days... to do it on Sundays. It's just like a good way to lay out the week, especially for those of us that work during the week of what does this week look like? What are my exercise days? What do I have to do on other days? And it works. <laughs> So you're probably more of an expert uh, at this than I am, but it is something that I really like to talk to my patients about because the things that we do in our practice sometimes don't work if people aren't doing the lifestyle things at home. So mm -hmm. if you could just highlight what some of the health benefits are for about exercising. I mean, the biggest one I think we're all seeing, just especially coming off of last year, no matter what industry you worked on is people are really stressed and exercise is one of those things that can really help put you in a good mood and help some like manage some of that stress level. Um, and beyond that, it's like the best thing you can do to fight obesity and heart disease and these things that are major killers of our community. Um, and beyond that, it helps recovery. It helps sleep. It just helps you feel good. Your joints movement. It literally like defies the aging process is what we like to tell people. Yeah. What I've told people along those lines is, Muscle is the currency of aging. And yep. so when you, when you get older, you start losing muscle. And the only way to counteract that is by building muscle. Yep. So you mentioned uh, dealing with stress. And once in a, a long time ago, I used to be a runner and have actually ran a couple marathons. And I actually look back at my what I looked like. Um, and I actually look better now at 51 and exercise less compared to when I ran a marathon at age 30. Yep. So what do you say to those people? Because I still enjoy every now and then going out for a run on a nice day with my dogs. Yep. 
So first, everyone's going to have a different look and how where they feel strong. And, you know, for runners, if that, that's a great, they have to look a certain way to run marathons. And I totally understand that. Um, but a lot of women come in here and men, but especially our women and really transform their bodies just because they haven't been trained on weights or to want to put on muscle or to be strong. And they are the strongest and feel the most confident in their bodies every year they get older. It's really amazing to see that. Is it still a thing where women are afraid to lift weights because yes. they're afraid to look like a man? Yep. We hear it weekly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, and, I didn't know if that was still a thing or not. Yeah, it's still a thing. And we have some people in our community that look a certain way and very, very strong, but they had to train and eat a very specific way to get there. And I have to tell the general public, you're not going to look like that unless you want to look like that. It's very, very hard to look like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So before I started coming to CrossFit, I had this idea that I needed to get in shape before I started a program like this. Um, and it actually even crossed my mind when I took a year break during the pandemic before I came back because I wasn't in as good a shape working out by myself. And it crossed my mind again of, well, I better get in shape again before I go back to the gym. Do you ever hear that? Yep. That's, we hear all the time as well too, where people will call us like, I'm not ready yet, but we like to meet everybody where they're at. And not every gym is going to do that, but CrossFit can be for everybody. We have movements we called scaled movements, which we can modify every single thing we do in class so that everybody can participate no matter what physical shape they're in. And the biggest part is just coming in the door and letting that community like drive you and push you to want to be better. And that's what a lot of people are missing, no matter what their activity level is. Yeah, it's just, it's really hard to do it by yourself in your yes, basement. it is. It, um, and I think a lot of people, once they come in the doors, and that's the hardest part, it really is, to walk in here, can look at the community and see, oh, that person's modifying this, that person's doing this. Oh, that person looks like me. I can do this. It is a confidence booster. So a big part is just walking through the doors. So how is Cro the CrossFit community or how is your gym, Cornerstone Fitness, you know, different than there's so many gyms out there of, uh, you know, a Pilates gym, a cycling gym, a gym that has has everything. Uh, what would you say the difference is between Cornerstone Fitness and other CrossFit gyms? So our biggest thing we tell people, because you can, you can go down to LA Fitness and you can do CrossFit. You can do CrossFit in your basement by yourself and watch YouTube videos, but you're missing that community aspect. And that's something we like really pride ourselves on building into people is community and needing and surrounding yourself with others that are also wanting to change and build healthy habits. The other piece we have is the accountability from our coaches. So most fitness facilities, you go in, you give your credit card on file, you're a number in the system, you check into class, you leave. They might not call you if you don't come to class for a month. They might not even know your name. And here we know your name, your kids' names, where you live, your dog's names, when you've been to class, where you're going on vacation. So there is a big difference just with the relationships with our team here as well, too. Yeah, I think that makes a difference because just the social aspect of it and getting to know people in your class. And at first I was really... I was embarrassed if people would call me out of good job, Amy, or keep going, yep. Amy. And now after I was away from it um, during the pandemic, I so miss that because without that, I am like, 
Okay, that's good. That's good enough. I'll stop yep. here. <laughs> yeah, you you just push in a different way in a workout um, when you know people are around you. And it's not a competitive thing against other people. It's just somebody's going to know if I stop. <laughs> yeah. So obviously uh, joining your gym d- does cost a little bit more than the $10 a month yep. um, kind of gym. So what do you, can you tell somebody about uh, CrossFit training or this type of exercise if they can afford it? So we do hear that a lot as well, too. And the first thing we'll do is we'll sit down with people and just prioritize finances just like we do time. So what are things we're spending our money on that maybe nece- we don't necessarily do? And the biggest one we hear is coffee and Starbucks. Well, I get a coffee four days a week. Well, <laughs> that's your gym membership. Um But for some people, it absolutely just doesn't fit in the budget. And we understand that. And we do try to help guide them in different directions. If we do feel like they really have a true calling to want to do CrossFit, Um, there are some more inexpensive options. You might not have the coaching and accountability, but it's better than nothing. And there are um, CrossFit.com posts daily workouts and videos that people can do at home. And they actually have like a foundations course that people can start from home as well, too if they can't make it to the gym, whether it's financial or logistics, whatever it is. Yeah, I think that's really helpful because maybe, at least for me, this wouldn't have been something I was able to afford in my 20s when I was going to school, but... (laughs) Yes, um, definitely not. (laughs) But now it's a priority for me of where I spend my money, which is mainly on um, health and wellness. Yeah, and that's a lot of the times when we sit down with people it it is that it's like this is an investment in your health like we're preventing like the aging process in chronic disease and how much is that going to cost you down the road if those are the things that are affecting your quality of life so we probably should have talked to this about this at the very beginning is how is it different like how are the workouts different than um what I used to do. I call it sometimes when I travel, I go back to my old ways and I personally call it the hotel workout where I get on, I get on this machine and do three sets of 10. And then I go to the next machine and do three sets of 10. And then maybe I get on the elliptical for 30 minutes. So how are the workouts different than what I term my hotel workout? So every day you're doing something different. So traditionally, like in old school style gyms, you'd have back day, you'd have leg day, or I I was in the same cycle, 30 minutes on the elliptical, go do the same three machines. So you're coming in and every day is going to be something different. Mondays are not dedicated to any type of like body part. (laughs) Um, It's always what we call constantly varied. And that's where we're training every muscle every day. So I think a lot of people for a very simple comparison, think like a squat or a back squat is leg day, but that's just as much core and arms and and strength their whole body than it is just leg day. Yeah. And I I would say, I think one of the reasons why I don't like exercise until it's over is what I learned is that when I'm doing a CrossFit type workout, whether it's at Cornerstone Fitness or whether it's uh, in a hotel when I'm traveling or if it's a day that I couldn't make it to the gym is I'm doing a CrossFit type workout and they're just hard. Yes. Um, and it might only be nine minutes, but it's nine minutes of hell where <laughs> I'm after that nine minutes, um, I'm laying on the ground of, you know, I can't breathe and 
that type of thing. But what I love about it is it's so efficient. It is. And that efficiency comes from that intensity of the workout. So I think a lot of people think I need to clock 60 minutes of activity or I need 90 minutes of activity. And it's really not. You can burn just as many calories in a nine minute workout if you're pushing yourself in the correct way. And that because you're going to continue to burn after that for hours um, than you can walking or running on a treadmill for an hour. Yeah, that's what I love about it is even on a day where I'm super busy, I can go to my basement and do a CrossFit type workout in and be done, including the lay on the ground afterwards <laughs> in 30 minutes. Yep, I totally agree. And for those of us, there are days like I get it. Some people just if you're on a 12 hour shift, if you have this, there's not classes at three in the morning or 10 o'clock at night. Sometimes you do have to do things on your own and you can absolutely get it in under 30 minutes, under 20 minutes. <laughs> Yeah. So I think that also goes along the thing, the lines of if somebody doesn't have time, is this kind of workout is actually for the busy person versus yeah. when I used to train for marathons is on the weekends, I had to run hours. for hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hours and hours. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Kind and I tell people all the time, it like, when they say they don't have time, I'm like, well, what do you spend your time on? And one of my favorite things for them to do is to go on their phone and look at usage, say, how much time do you spend scrolling social media? That's 20 minutes. That's half an hour. That's maybe even an hour that you could be doing something else. Yeah. Um, you know, unfortunately, I've paid attention to some of the negative press CrossFit has gotten over the years. And every now and then I'll hear a colleague who's actually a physician when I tell them, you know, I go to a CrossFit type gym and they tell me that's not healthy. You're over exercising. And, and so maybe you can comment on that because it, I definitely don't feel like it's over exercising. And I, I personally have had way more injuries when I used to be a runner. Yep. So I actually was in the same boat as you before trying CrossFit in college. I had a couple of friends do it and I was like, nope, I read the internet, this one article about how dangerous it was. And I was like, nope, not doing CrossFit. That's terrible for you. I tried it my first day finally on a Groupon and came in and I was like, well, this is amazing. Why would I have not done this earlier? You can modify and scale things as you need to. And in the general public, CrossFit is not dangerous. Where it can be dangerous is when someone's not listening to their coach, doesn't modify a movement correctly, and a lot of it has, is ego-driven. You have to walk in and say, what my coach tells me to do today is what I should be doing, not what I want to do. Yeah. So thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners about uh, exercise or your gym in particular? I just think exercise is so important. And I think a lot of people think it's this gym against this type of gym or this type of movement. And at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. We just want people moving and like working towards healthy habits. So whatever it is, whether it's CrossFit or yoga or Pilates or running, like everybody should have something that they can enjoy and do and just get movement in. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. It's such an important aspect yeah. of your overall health. So where can people find you? We are off of Cox Road in Westchester. So we are very close to Liberty Center or the Target that's over MVOA. And then we actually just purchased a second location, which is off a of Union Center off of 75 as well, too. 
And do you have a website or any social media presence? We sure do. It's cornerstonefitnessohio.com. You can read all about our coaching, our classes, our, the classes we offer. Um, we also offer personal training. So if somebody's more into the one-on-one setting, we do a lot of that as well, too. All right. Well, thanks for the great info, and uh, I'll see you at the gym. All right. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Healthy Her. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and the web. Go to www.dramybrenner.com to learn more. This podcast is for general information only and does not constitute as medical advice, the practice of medicine, nursing, or other healthcare services. No patient-physician relationship is formed. The information in the podcast and any references, material, or links are at the sole discretion of the listener and not meant to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. Listeners should not delay or disregard obtaining medical advice for any medical issues or diagnoses that they may have and should seek medical advice from their healthcare provider for any such conditions.